Welcome to Jess Williamson, the podcast where we build businesses for life. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Jess Williamson podcast. Today, as we're coming to the end of the year, I really wanted to talk about how I make investment decisions that have nothing to do with how much money I have. Because as we come to the end of the year, a lot of time is spent reflecting, setting goals, setting intentions for where we're going in the new year, which is really, really cool. Now, in saying that, I invest all the time (laughs) anyway. But at the moment, I'm really looking forward to next year and the investments that I really want to be making, really stepping into my next level self for 2023. So I thought it would be really fun to just share some of the investments that I made this year and how they sort of helped me work through certain things and what I am looking to invest into next year as well. I am going to share three key things that I always check in with with myself to make these investment decisions that have nothing to do with how many dollars I have in my bank account. Because quite often I feel like we know that we want to do something, that we want to sign up for something, invest in something, hire a coach, mentor, whatever it might be. We're like, hell yes. And then have you ever found out the price and just felt deflated? Like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. If money wasn't a problem, I would just be so in on this, but right now can't afford it. Or we look at the money in our bank account and we're like, yep, I'm sorted. That means I can go ahead. But I actually don't make decisions from the bank account whatsoever. And my seven years in business, I never regret one investment that I made. Even the ones that maybe other people would see as a huge failure or something that went so terribly wrong, I do not regret one because they have all led me to here. So that is really, really cool. So no matter what stage you're at in business, how much dollars you have in your bank account, this episode is going to be really, really helpful for you as you're stepping into the new year. So what I will say about investing in, whether it's in yourself, whether it's in tangible things or in your business There is a common misconception that things have to be wrong or broken. It's like, oh, my plumbing, my shower's not working. Let me invest in a a plumber now. Or my business is not growing as fast as I want. Or I'm losing all of my money or my clients, so I better invest in something. But I actually find that the most expansive time to invest is when everything is going well. I invest at all times, but This is the best time because if things are going well, we get comfortable. It's like, actually, I'm good, thanks. And we don't then challenge ourselves, could things be better? Could things be more optimized? Could I be more confident? Could I have a better mindset and collapse time even faster? Could I have less stress? And so when I enter into any investment opportunity. I see it as an opportunity to grow and learn. It is an opportunity for a huge expansion, not an opportunity to spend money out of my bank. Because when we focus on wanting to reduce losing what we have, 
it's like this. We clench our fists, we clench our teeth, and we hold on for dear life. But when we actually look at absorbing more things in, gaining more things, how much more expansive does that feel? So this is how I look at investing. What am I gaining? Not how many dollars am I losing? Because if we look at that only, then you're going to lose a whole lot more than just the money in your bank account, right? And we enter into investment opportunities with the wrong kind of energy. This year, I have invested over $80,000 in my own learning and business and personal development. And I have invested, I calculated roughly, over $400,000 over my time in business. That is over $57,000 a year for all the years that I've been in business. It's not a small amount by any means. But what I want to share with you right now is that it honestly has felt like the most safe and expansive decision that I have ever made. But it also does not mean you have to spend $80,000 or 400K over seven years to get results or to feel expanded or to feel wealthy or abundant or learn or collapse time or grow or challenge ourselves to become our next level self. You might invest like $90 and feel super expanded after a single masterclass. And I still do. It doesn't even matter necessarily about how much I've spent, but I get to feel super expanded after every investment. So you may feel expanded after $90 and a one-hour masterclass, or you may be meeting yourself at your edge where you feel like, okay, 80K on high-level mentorship is where I'm at right now. And so that's where I am at. And that honestly felt like the most safe and expansive decisions that I have ever made. Not one piece of me said, holy shit, Jess, that's a lot of money. Because I choose not to lead my life from that point. I know and believe that money is unlimited in this world. Money is literally energy that flows in and it flows out. And if we hold on so damn tightly that we cannot let any of this money leave our bucket, then it's going to be creating this wall against flow and freedom. So I will say this though, every time I have invested in myself, into coaching or learning or my team, it has been scary AF. It has been scary and I have felt the nerves because I continue to meet myself at my edge. Would I have felt safe in investing $80,000 in one year in my first ever year in business? Probably not so much. Although the way that I led my business, I probably would have anyway. (laughs) But we get to continue to meet ourselves at our edge. From the beginning, when I started my first business back in 2016, I have always invested in myself and been so open and ready to learn and just expand. Even before I knew coaching was a thing, I mean, back then there wasn't many coaches. I didn't see anyone that I really connected with or resonated with. I used to just hit up people on LinkedIn and fly halfway across the country. It's like a four-hour flight across the country to just have meetings with people. And I would pay for their time or I would offer them something in exchange. And that was my first experience with investing in myself. 
I invested in myself the whole time. I went balls deep from day one. I was like, I'm starting a global swimwear brand, dropped all my life savings into it and, you know, (laughs) went from there. But I honestly believe that that has been one of my biggest success superpowers is not being so close-minded on money and just being open to what can be and what is. My first ever official coach, I invested $50,000 to work with them for a year. And at the time I was like, holy shit, that is a lot of money. But I also signed up. I was like, okay, that's a lot, but I'm going to do it anyway, because I know how valuable it's going to be for me. Now, here's the trick though. At the time, I didn't even have 10K in my bank account. So to be honest, I do not know, and I've shared this before, I do not know how I paid for it over the time, but I did. And I never once sat down and thought, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay for this? Oh my gosh, let me just sit in this like limiting mindset or scarcity mindset around where is this money going to come from? And I just trusted. Now, in that, I never recommend people invest in things that stretch them to a point where you just feel so dysregulated in that investment because then you're not going to show up with the right energy either. I'm just sharing this to share that I've always met myself at my edge and only you will know what your edge is as well. This year, I decided to invest in a bunch of different stuff. So number one, always coaches and mentors. And I always will invest in this. And that's on my list for next year as well, because one of my biggest values is growth. And I know that with having a coach and a mentor, I am always held to a higher standard. I am always challenged to get out of my comfort zone. Even when I would much prefer to sit comfortably in my comfort zone, I know that by having a coach or mentor, I get to thrive because I get pushed into growth. And that fulfills one of my biggest values. Now, from a coaching and mentor perspective, I don't need one. I've been in business for seven years. I have created multiple, multiple successful businesses. I coach and mentor people myself. I have all the tools and the resources that I need. I even recently have hired someone to help me with some marketing strategy. My background is marketing. I worked in marketing. I had a whole degree in marketing. I could do that myself. But would I prefer to have someone to work with me on that? Yes. To bring a new perspective? Yes. To challenge me? Yes. And I also always have a mindset business coach. Could I do that myself? Yes. But would I rather have someone there to hold that space for me, to make me feel supported, to give me that safe launching pad and to expand the heck out of me? Yes. I am wanting to be held to a higher standard. I am wanting to continue to grow, to be pushed out of my comfort zone. That is why I choose to continue to invest in that. The other thing that I invested in this year was becoming certified in human design, which was such a passion project of mine. And it's such a cool tool that I now get to use in my business with my clients to help them to discover who they are at the core and build the deepest levels of self-trust in themselves as well. 
I also have just invested in a photo shoot that's coming up very, very soon, which is actually part of next year's plan on where I'm going. I invest all the time in my podcast producers and a YouTube video editor I have now got on board to help me repurpose all of my podcasts for YouTube. So you may even be watching this on YouTube, or if you're not, you can always go over and watch it on YouTube as well. And I also actually hired a branding designer this year because I thought I really just want someone to save me time. Like I could design my brand myself, but I just want someone to save me time and help me with that. And I will say that didn't work out the best because the brand was just so off-brand for me. They just weren't quite getting it. It just wasn't gelling or clicking. And I just forfeited that investment. And I did a whole podcast episode on how I handle losing money, which was kind of a revolving around this situation if you want to go and check that out. But even that example, I never see that as a failed investment. I never see it as, oh my gosh, I should never invest in a branding designer again because when I do, it turns out horrible and I lose thousands of dollars. No, like they are not even stories that cross my mind because I'm like, okay, that's a fact. It happened. Money flows in, money flows out. And yes, I learned. So those are all of the things that I've invested in this year. And to be honest, that's just what's come to mind. I didn't go and look at my accounting software or check or anything like that, but I've probably invested in a million more things. Like I've invested in tons of masterclasses, extra masterminds, just because I wanted to be in different spaces, just so many things, right? That I haven't even listed, but it adds up to $80,000 this year. And actually the $80,000, I was only counting my own personal development. I didn't count the photo shoot. I didn't count the podcast producers. I didn't count the branding designer or any of that either. So who knows? It's probably up more like 100K this year. But also this year, what I've realized for myself is this year has been a ton of inner work. It has been a ton of shifting and updating my identity on who I am and stepping into my next level self building the trust within myself, really getting clear on my message, my purpose, what I want to share at this new level. And we get to continue to reinvent ourselves, step into new future level selves at every stage throughout our business. But this year has been a lot of introspection for me and looking inwards and really working on that. Next year, I am really leaning into so much growth and expansion, and just really wanting to reach my message a lot further. Over my seven years in business, I've had some pretty wild experiences, stories, lessons, knowledge, and I know that I am playing so small. In certain areas, I feel like I'm playing really big in terms of who I am, who I've become, and the business that I've created. But when it comes to sharing my message to impacting more people in this world, I'm playing damn small. So next year, I am investing heavily into, and when I say heavily, it's probably going to be way more than 80K, right? It's going to be way bigger. And I am so prepared to do that because I know that every time I invest, I now step into that next stage in my business. But I also know that the investments that I make are exactly that. They're investments. They're not expenses. They are investments. As I said, Mentorship is going to be a huge part of that, 
but I am also going to be investing into and already talking to a few people around more strategy, bringing in someone that can be more in terms of the strategy in my business and getting my message out there through marketing, through social media, through just creating all of that. Because I have so many assets behind the scenes in terms of podcast episodes, lessons that I teach, a whole lot of stuff in my brain that I just am so ready for someone to be like, right, I'll take your brain and I'm going to just put it straight out there for you so that I can reach more people and focus on inventing, coaching, sharing, and just having space for me to be inspired as well, to step up at the next level. So that's going to look like bringing people into my team. That's going to look like investing more into marketing investing more into that strategy piece, advisors, all of the things that I need to really step into that. I'm actually also writing a book, which I don't know if I've shared that yet, but I am in the process of writing a book. So there's costs and expenses with that. I'm hiring an editor to help me with that and so many things around that. But that again is coming back to my mission for next year around really expanding into the growth and getting my message out there a lot more. So When you come into investments with an intention, you cannot lose. You honestly cannot lose. And investing in yourself, like there are so many things you can invest in. You can invest in shares. You can invest in property. You can invest in business. You can invest in, I don't know, like designer goods. I don't know. So many things, right? But the only thing that you can invest in with guaranteed returns every single time is you. No one can diminish the value of the knowledge that you have now gained, of the experiences that you have now gained, of the confidence that you have built. It's pretty powerful. And I love that Warren Buffett, number one stock investor in the world, his famous quote is the number one investment you can make is in yourself. Now, if he's saying that, you better bloody believe it. (laughs) So here are three things to help you if you're looking at investing just anytime, but particularly now as you're thinking for the next year, three things I always bring to the front of my mind. Number one is I take back my power and ask myself, is this decision right now coming from a place of self-doubt, lack, and fear, or Am I making this decision from a place of deep belief that I am ascending to that next level? If I knew that success was absolutely inevitable for me, how would I be showing up right now? That is the place that I always make decisions from because guess what? If you live your life knowing that success is going to be inevitable to you, you're going to take action that will create that. You're going to hold the belief hold the energy around creating that. And that is honestly how I created so much fast success in my businesses early on in my business, because I didn't question what if this doesn't work out. Even just asking yourself that question, oh, is this coming from a place of fear or is it coming from my highest level self with the deep belief that I have success that is just so inevitable to me? Because when we make a decision from a place of expansion, that is where the magic happens every single time. But if we made a decision from a place of self-doubt and lack, 
we then project our fears onto the person or the business or whatever it is that we are investing in. And there is an energetic expectation that they will solve all of your problems. If you enter into something like, okay, I'm going to invest, but it damn well better work out because if it doesn't work out, then I'm screwed and everything sucks. I suck and all that, right? (laughs) If we come at it from a point of view that this investment better work out, there's an energetic expectation on the other person. You're also now handing over your power to someone else, something else, whatever else, that they will solve your problems. But it's actually you who has the power to change your reality. And with the right support, tools, and learning, you can honestly unearth that power even more as you ascend to that next level. So it's simply asking the question, am I making this decision from lack and fear or the deepest self-belief and expansion? Because expansion wins every damn time. The second part is I put my ego aside. I allow myself to be open to what could be. And I throw out the window what I believe has worked for me, hasn't worked for me in the past, and I'm just open to what could be. Because at every single level, it is going to feel uncomfortable. If it didn't feel uncomfortable, sometimes it's because we're not aiming high enough. If it feels comfortable, then we're still operating within our comfort zone, right? So I know that at every time I've invested, it is going to feel uncomfortable because that is my new edge where I get to transcend beyond that, where I get to always learn more. I don't know anything. I don't know everything. I mean, actually, entering into any investment or personal development opportunity with the idea that I don't know anything is probably the most powerful thing you can ever do because then it lets our conscious mind go to sleep a little bit and it allows us to absorb and take in so, so much more. And we're going to have so much more expansion from that. And I actually personally love the stretchy feeling of the next level up. And that, again, comes back to the deepest level of self-trust that I know what's on the other side for me. I know that there is always more to learn and that gets to feel so, so fun. So number three is if money wasn't an issue, what feels like the right choice to you? Because so often we can get up in our head and really try and rationalize or make it a real logical decision. But if money wasn't an issue, if we didn't even have to check our bank account, What decision in your body feels like the right decision for you? Because then the logistics come after. So as a disclaimer, I never recommend you invest from a place of putting yourself into debt or really dysregulating yourself. But if it's really something that you truly want to do, ask yourself how. When we ask ourselves how, it opens ourselves up to opportunities of what could be. When we make the decision in our mind and say, I can't afford this, our subconscious mind already has the answer. It doesn't have to look for how because it's like, I can't afford it, no worries, book's closed, let's file that away, next problem. But if you even just set the intention of how can I make this possible? How can I be open to things just 
flowing into my world? How can I be open to different ways of doing certain things? Your subconscious wants to know the answer so that it can file it away. And your mind is now going to start just picking up on little things that it would have ignored otherwise. And sometimes it may even mean that, okay, the how for me right now is that I'm just going to invest in a lower priced offer with the same person to get momentum first before going all in, or I'm going to set myself a plan for making it happen. But again, come back to if money wasn't an issue, what decision would I make? From a human design perspective, every human design type has a different way of making decisions, but not one of them is meant to make decisions from their head. Some of you may be emotional authority, so it's like you've got to ride your waves of the emotion and when they subside, you'll just feel it and you'll feel it and it will be the right decision. Some of you have gut feeling and it's an instinctual in the moment, yes or no, and you'll just know. I have a splenic one, so it's kind of like a very quick, sharp, intuitive hit, and it's like, yes, and I go with it. To be honest, the time when I didn't go with my intuitive hit was when the branding thing, right? The branding thing didn't work out and I didn't listen to myself. So when we can go with our own authority, which none of them are in our head, that is always the right decision. So as an example, it was probably about two years ago, I was wanting to work with a certain person and I was having conversations back and forth. And when they told me the price, the price was $20,000. And in that moment, I just said, look, I can't afford it right now. I'm not doing it. And her response, which was the biggest red flag in general, firstly, her response was, Jess, I know you're already doing 30K months. What is 20K to you? Don't use that as an excuse. I can see where she might have been coming from, but I was like, no, that's doesn't feel right to me. And that is not how I personally lead conversations. I'm like, you need to do what feels right for you. And for me, the reason why I decided that I couldn't afford it was not because I couldn't afford it. It was because it just didn't feel right. And so you'll know the difference because then this year I had an opportunity to work with someone and it was, I think, $15,000. And my mind was like, Jess, you've invested a bit too much this year. You know, you better turn it down. You better not spend another $15,000 for God's sakes. But intuitively in my body, it was like a hell yes. I kept thinking about it day after day. And I was like, oh, I really feel like I want to do it, but I don't know about the money. And I was like, you know what? I'm getting this internal feeling for a reason. I'm going to just do it because I had the money. Like, I had the money every time, but it's like our mind still wants to keep us safe. And that is so fine as well. But I did it. And it was like the best, most expensive program I did. And I loved every single bit of it. It was like a whole mastermind with one of the leading projectors in the human design field. And I just thought that was so expensive because it's something that I haven't done before. And so that was really, really cool. So the three things that I will always come back to, no matter how much money I have in the bank account and something that I've always come back to across my whole seven years in business have been these three things. Taking back my power and asking myself, is this coming from a place of self-doubt or a deep belief that I am transcending to that next level? 
I also know that at every level it is going to feel uncomfortable, but I also know that I always have more to learn and I get to collapse time. I get to create new perspectives. I get to learn and absorb and just observe so, so much when I do invest because, yeah, I could do it myself. Do I want to? I would rather not, but I could but I would still rather invest, right? So I get to put that aside of feeling like, oh, I have to do it myself because otherwise I'm not worthy. And sometimes actually we want to make things harder for ourselves so that we can feel worthy. And that's the subconscious mind at play, right? Where we want to make things harder for ourselves or we have to do it ourselves because if we had help, then we're not truly worthy. And that's something to think about as well. And the third one, make a decision for what feels right, regardless of the money in the bank, but then you get to ask yourself how. I hope that helps. I cannot wait for all the damn expansion coming your way, not just for next year, but for the rest of this year, because it is not over yet. And investing in you is the only investment with guaranteed returns every single time. And I am continuing to expand and invest in myself. And I'm actually going to take you along for the ride for next year as well on really sharing because I've obviously got a ton of travel. We've already booked in, I think, over three or four months of travel for the year. That's already like a quarter to a third of the year already booked in and there will probably be more. Plus, I'm so ready to just get my message and my impact out there in the biggest way. So cannot wait to share with you how the investments are going, how the plans are going. And if you have enjoyed this episode or a little bit more insight into how I spend my money, what I do, then let me know. And maybe I'll do some more episodes on this as well. So I'm going to leave you with this. And if you have enjoyed today's episode, make sure you share it to Instagram stories, tag me at jess.williamson8 or just slide into my DMs. I always love hearing from you and knowing what has really landed for you so that I can continue to bring more magic your way. 